hello from the other side i must have podcast eight ah, i think we're good episode eight great eight let's see if we're going i don't know i think we're going let's try it again welcome back it's been weeks and a lot has been going on here just bought my first house and it's been uh, I've been in limbo for a while. We're not exactly in the what's going to be the true podcast room, but we are on location at the new podcast central. And yeah, like I said, too much going on. It's been too busy. Um, but I had to get in here and I got I'm temporarily temporarily set up on a little mini desk in a horrible chair that was completely uncomfortable, leaning way forward, which is great for the back. Um, Because the real podcast room is being painted right now. And it smells like fresh paint in here. High off them fumes, man. All right, I think we're... That probably sounds a little bit better. I'm right up in the mic. There we go. Hello, people. Hello from the other side. Okay, let's jump into it. Let's go. We got emails. Insidedpodcast at gmail.com. Let's go in here. Where we go? This is it. Hi, Dan. This is Evan. I don't know if I, do you say last names? Probably not. I should probably read it all the way through. It says, do not say my name or something. This is Evan. Hello, Dan. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. I'm loving your podcast so much. Emailing because I'd love to ask you a few questions related to film and television. Okay. First, I have an open-ended question. As a person who is visually impaired, how would you describe your relationship with... Uh, Movies and television shows in general. My relationship. Um, I would say if it was on Facebook, I would probably click the It's Complicated button. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what that... Uh, well, I don't really watch... I definitely don't watch TV. I haven't actually had cable or something in years. Uh, multiple years. So if I do watch something, it's usually on Netflix. It's got to have good dialogue. Uh, action movies are the worst because it's just explosions and gunshots and one-liners. Um, you know, I don't actually, like when I go to a friend's house, I don't like watching TV because I can't focus. Like if a TV's on, that's kind of all I can, like that's all I'm listening to, right? I don't have any visuals. So I'm just, whatever's... I'm hearing in my environment is what I'm focused on and I it's hard to like you know I can't it's harder for me to just have a conversation with somebody when there's TV playing so I'm just listening to the damn television and I'm focused on that especially if you're not talking um, if it's not good conversation I'm you know you're, you're I'm zoned out I'm listening to something else um, so I don't watch much TV man um as far as movies, though, like I said, no uh, no action movies. Got to have dialogue. 
I've been doing a little bit more of the what's called DVS. If you buy a D, if you buy a DVD, <clears throat> you look on the back, it'll say DVS, which means descriptive video service, and that is somebody talking and speaking over the actual film and what's going on and describing things that um, are more visual. So it'll be like Jane sticks her head out the window and looks confused. It'll say like that, and it goes the whole time. Um, can be pretty annoying though that like I usually I feel like I'm, I'm kind of over it and I just watch movies that are kind of just straight you know good audio and stuff like that um, oh I was watching uh, um, what is the movie called it's Adam Sandler and I think it's James Craig the big dude from the bigger guy from uh, Kings of Kings and Queens or whatever I think it's James Craig is that right Something like that. Probably off. Um, but I was listening to that with descriptive audio, and the, it was hilarious. The, de- the descriptions on there would be like, James would come on the screen. Is his name? I don't know. We're going to go with James. His name, James. Uh, Chubby Man walks into the scene. Chubby Man dribbling basketball. Harry Chubby Man. It was just hilarious. <laughs> I feel like Adam Sandler also wrote the descriptive audio <laughs> to that, too. But... Yeah, I forget. If actually I could remember the other stuff, I should record that. Some of the descriptive stuff of that. Um, yeah, I guess that's my relationship with TV and stuff. What else do we have here? Next question regarding portrayals of characters in te- in uh, in film and television who are visually impaired. What would you like to see more represented? And What is something you typically encounter and find problematic with these portrayals? Man, I don't really care. I'm not that person who's like, this genre, this genre of person wasn't represented correctly in this film, or this person wasn't represented at all. I don't care. They're just films. Like, That's like saying, I feel like it's kind of like saying, you know, kids who play video games are going to be more violent when they play violent video games. I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's true. I watched, you know, when we were kids, you watched all kinds of crazy non-PG-13 movies and like when we were young and I didn't become any of those violent people from the films. It's more about how you raise. So I don't like the the whole oversensitive. It, it feels to be oversensitive when it says like, oh, I don't like the way blind people portrayed or blind people are always shown as like, Either you're a super blind person and you have like these powers and you can have visions and all this crap, or it's you're helpless. I don't care. Like I, that's what I focus on in my own world is me showing myself and how I want to be seen, right? As empowered. So I try not to waste my time with that stuff, man. Um, what else do we have here? Yeah. Lastly. What is your all-time favorite movie? Ooh, come on. That's a hard question. Um, I would have to say... Uh-oh. What is my thing doing? Um, I'd have to say would be like... Uh, if it, Comedies, for sure. Uh, my favorite, all-time favorite comedy, hands down, is Wedding Crashers, though. Anything with uh, Owen Wilson... And uh, Vince Vaughn, and then you sprinkle 
dab a little bit of Will Ferrell in there, and that's the recipe of gold, baby. So good. Uh-oh, I got something going on with my computer here. Oh, come on. What's going on? Okay. 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 Okay, we're going. Oh, jeez, I pop. No, what's going on? I hope we're still recording. But yeah, um, movies. Yeah, that's my all-time, definitely my favorite kind. Of, if I had to like pick one movie to watch forever, probably be like Shawshank Redemption, something like that. Andy Dufresne, one tall glass of water. Um, that's a classic. And then I love any. It's yeah, mainly comedies like anything, any old Adam Sandler stuff. Happy, uh, Happy Gilmore. Um, what else? I mean, I grew up watching my dad always watched the classic comedies like Caddyshack is epic, stuff like that. Uh, oh, one thing I don't ever ever watch are scary movies because I will only think about that scary movie for weeks, for a month. I'll be terrified, like scared. I feel like I have a like just too much of an imagination, man. Like, I'll just start thinking about it and not stop thinking about it. And I'm terrified. I'm a scaredy cat. Still afraid Still afraid of the dark. And I live in the dark. What's up with that? Um, dude, I go so far as to, if there is so, we're getting close to Halloween right now. My all-time favorite, hands-down favorite holiday until Christmas. But... So on the radio, they'll start being like ads for like, it'll be a, a haunted house or like a scary movie. I have to change the channel on the, on the radio in the car because I'll start thinking about that and I'll freak myself out. Okay. That's how bad it is. That's how much of a little scared, little scary boy I am. Sending my mama. Um, <clears throat> ironic though. Scared of the dark still. And I live in the dark. Scared. I guess I'm just scared all the time. <laughs> Uh, haunted houses though, dude, I wonder what it would be like going through a haunted house blind right now. If I could navigate, like people would jump out and I would just like, wouldn't even flinch, just walk right past them. <laughs> I should do that. I don't know how I'd be able to record that. <clears throat> when I was seven, I think I must've been like right around seven-ish, yeah, seven, eight years old, uh, when I lived in, uh lived in Warren in East Detroit, right on the border, what is now called East Point, because I could church it up for you. East Detroit, they used to have a haunted house every year that would come, and it was like to work at the haunted house, all the kids wanted to do that. It was like the dopest job, and it only I think it only paid like five bucks, and you got like a slice of Jets pizza. <laughs> yeah, everybody wanted to work there. It might, God must have been making a killing. I wonder if that's still there. <clears throat> But that is the first haunted house I went into. My stepdad's with me. I remember going through the first, it was like little sections, right? Little rooms. So I went in the first room and then like set this up on like a tennis court or something. I built this whole thing every year. I think the first room was like, a, it was like a scary laboratory or something. There was like a, um, I think there was a tube with liquid, like a fake head in it. Um, and then like, I know somebody used to work some kind of something where they put their hand through it and it would like move something 
like on the table. I don't know what it was. Like a, it was probably just like a fake hand or something. Um, that was one of the jobs there. It could be the, the, the hand, the fake dead amputated hand or something. And then, uh, so I go through that room. The next room is a hallway. And on the left side, it's ingrained in my memory. There's two caskets, closed caskets on the, on the wall. Uh-uh. Not going to do it. I had my, my stepdads behind me trying to push me, and my feet are just planted on the, firmly on the ground, and I was not going. I, I remember arguing with him for a couple minutes. He's like, go, and nope, and I was that, I was that kid. I had to turn around, walk back, <laughs> go backwards through the thing. Excuse me, excuse me. Went back to the scary laboratory. Yep. And I didn't go into a haunted house for 10 years <laughs> after that. Until like, yeah, I think I was probably like 15, 16 when I started going on dates in high school to haunted houses. And I, oh, I remember that time we went, group couples date, me and the buddies. And uh, they're like, Dan, you lead, you go first. And it was just a, a dark room and it was all red lighting. And with my RP, you know, it was like, just at nighttime was when this would affect me. So, <coughs> excuse me. I'm trying, I'm like feeling walls and I'm just like walking into walls and going like, like going in circles pretty much. Like, all right, Dan, you get, get behind us. We're going to leave. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, yeah. Haunted house. So I should try to do that this year. That would be fun. But no scary movies for me. Ooh, I do have this idea, dude. How about this for a scary movie? You have a blind, a woman who is blind, right? Total blind. And she has a stalker guy, creepy guy who's a stalker and eventually makes his way into her home and he's living with her and she doesn't even know. Like he'll have like, he'll put carpet on the bottom of his feet so he can walk around real quiet. He'll like sleep in the same bed. How scary would that be? But then she's like jujitsu. She like does jujitsu. They get this epic fight at the end. He chokes his ass out. She chokes his ass out. Yes. Spoiler alert, that's the ending. <clears throat> That'd be creepy though, dude. I always get scared about like, yeah, what if someone's in my house, just real quiet, just living with me the whole time, and I don't know. <laughs> that's why I don't like scary movies, dude. That's all I think about. And now I'm probably going to think about this, even just talking about it, and I'll be creeped out tonight. Yeah, but um, what else? What else is going on? Um, I had other questions. Instagram. Um, I think. Let me see. I don't know if it's still here because it was so long ago. I don't think it's even on here anymore. Because I haven't done a podcast in forever. Let's see here. Yeah, I don't think it's on here. But um, so I think she asked, Tess asked, what is it like being uh, drunk when I'm blind? Is it any different? Huh. Well, takes a little bit to get me drunk, I'll tell you that much. Give me a couple of beers to get me going here. I don't think it's any different. I, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sturdy on my feet. <laughs> sturdy on my feet. Takes, takes a bit to get me going. I don't think it's any different. Um, it makes e- makes 
smashing your head into things, which I've been doing a bunch in the new home. There's all kinds of random corners in this house. Learning, learning, learning to navigate in here uh, makes that a little bit less painful for sure. But it's all, man, it's all, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't get any like more wobbly or anything. Um, yeah. I remember the first time I did echolocation, I was really drunk or I like noticed it. I was up north going like my uncle or a friend, my dad's good buddy. <clears throat> I call it my uncle, but they had like a couple cabins and they're like separated. They were down the road from each other, like a little dirt road. And it was winter time and I walked outside and I was going back to the other cabin and I like could feel or hear that there was like a car in front of me parked. Um, and then sure enough, there was a car. And then I walked a little forward and I could feel it with my hands. But I could, that was the first time I was like, oh, whoa, echolocation. This is real. Like you can totally, it's almost like, because hearing is actually, it's a feeling. There's a little, you know, it's a sound waves vibrating, these little hairs in your, in your ears, right? But it's an actual feeling. So you actually feel almost like the presence of the object. Um, you don't just like hear it. It's a weird, weird feeling, but that was the first time I noticed that. <coughs> Excuse me. Jeez. Um, yeah, pretty interesting. But yeah, man, just getting, uh, getting used to the new house, smashing my face all up on new things, hit it like three times. I got more lump. My head feels like a braille book right now. There's so many lumps and bumps on this thing. What else is going on? So that was, that was test. I don't think I have, but yeah, we got the emails, the email. Um, inside podcast at gmail.com. Direct message me on Instagram. Um, oh, New Line Skate Parks. I should, uh, actually, let's, uh, yeah, have you listened to my phone? I never thought about that. Let's unplug here. Oh, that's a little fast for you here. Let me, let me slow down for you sighted, for you sighties. Speaking right. 90 percent. 80%. 90%. 75%. That sounds that sounds like it's this fast to me. 65%. We'll slow it down. That's what I'm gonna make sure you hear. So that's the speaking rate, you can turn it up. I usually rock it like if I'm trying to speed read something, just gloss over something, I'll do like 95, 100. And you could slam through, be polishing off my books in school that way. But if I need to actually really listen to something, I tone it down to like 70, 70%. 50%. This is 55%. 55% sounds so slow. You get used to just the sound. Messages. How fast it is. 15 messages. So I'm on, this is called voiceover. Every Apple product has this. You can turn it on with using what's her name, Siri. Or you can go to settings under general, under accessibility, and voiceover will be on there. You can turn it on. So anything on the screen, I touch with my finger, it will read to me, and then it will give me what action I can do with it. So messages, 15 unread messages. Messages, 15 unread Double tap to open. Messages, 15 unread messages. Double tap to open. So single finger double tap on the screen to open that. Instant. Let's go to Instant. 
Instadan. I, I can you can rename things as well. I change Instagram to Instadan. Isn't blind that help cute? Folder. Blind help blind folder. Help. This is what we folder. want. Blind Opening help. blind help folder. Double tap and hold to start edit mode. Double tap and hold to start edit mode. So you can actually move the apps around. Um, what do we want to go folder. into? Seeing AI. Uh, seeing AI is actually dope, dude. Seeing AI. So this has all kinds of things I can do within this app. This is for the vision impaired and blind. And I can change the setting to, let's see what we have. What is that? Let's go to the menu and see what we have going on. Browse photos, help. Settings. Settings. Let's get on. So those are different settings you can do within the app. Let's do channel. Scene preview. So channel. Scene preview. Color preview. So whatever I'm pointing the camera at, it will tell you white. Brown. Brown. So I'm pointing at the brown table. Let's see what my shorts are. Brown. Brown. Red and brown. Red and brown. Okay, these shorts are actually red, I believe. But they're red and brown on this. Not 100% accurate. Color, what else? Oh, what's the one, the one I use all the time? Let's go to... Ooh, light is dope. So the lower the pitch, which super bassy, means it's dark. Can make music. So I'm gonna cover the screen. So it's completely dark. It's low, and then I go to something bright towards the window. It's higher pitched, crazy. So that's good if I need to know if somebody left the light on or something like that. Handwriting, you can actually take pictures of documents and it'll read to you. Fairly accurate. Actually do handwriting, which is a rare one to find an app. Currency though, this, I'm gonna see if I have any bills in here. I do. Here we go, and I just point the camera at the bill. 20 US dollars. 20 US dollars, baby. 20 US dollars. Oh, that's a, that's a Jefferson, right? Hey! So yeah, 20 US dollars. That's the bank note. That sounds so proper. Bank note. Um, I think there's other... I don't know if you can change that. I know it didn't have yen. When I was in Japan, it didn't have that, which is kind of a pain. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. I still have the Velcro wallet. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, those General. are different things. Let's go to oh, okay. person. You can take a picture of someone's face, and it'll give you like a description, like twenty-year-old man. Let's actually let's do it to me. One face near right edge. One face near center, two feet away. That's pretty accurate. Double tap. Thirty-eight-year-old man with brown hair looking neutral. Thirty-eight-year-old man with brown hair looking neutral. I'm thirty-three. How dare you? How dare you call me thirty-eight? Yeah, don't use this with with the ladies. They might not like it. That's funny. Thirty-eight-year-old man with brown hair looking neutral. Looking neutral. I look neutral. Not smiling. Not mad. Just neutral. Ah, currency. Scene preview. Let's do scene preview. Take picture. Go over. Let's see if it recognizes. Take picture. Button. Take picture. My backpack. 
Processing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. At least you're honest. Let's see. I'm not sure. Close. I'm not sure. Let me back up a little bit. Maybe I wasn't. Take picture. Maybe I wasn't in the right. Processing. It seems to be indoor bathroom. Seems to be indoor bathroom. Well, um, unfortunately. I'm not in the bathroom. Wouldn't that be funny if I got busted? Man, shitting on toilet. <laughs> I just took a, that was a picture of my backpack. I just did. So let's see. Let's try over here. A room with a wooden floor. Wow, a lot of detail. Let's do one more. Let's do that. Give me some more detail here. Take picture. Processing. Probably a room filled with furniture and a TV. Hmm. There's a TV stand over there. Probably a room. <laughs> I don't get how it says probably. But yeah, that's that one. That one's pretty dope. Um, let's see what else we have. Let's exit that app. That's Seeing AI. I use that mainly for currency and the light one. To figure out if someone left the light on. Seeing AI. <clears throat> be my eyes let's save that one tap tap see so this is another one where you take a photo of something um, and it will tell you what's going on but this one just just takes photos of things and will tell you let's see if this one does the picture three in progress picture three is black and yellow backpack on brown wooden table black and yellow backpack on brown wooden table that is correct it's on the floor actually but that one got the backpack. Nice. Let's do a... Try to do something else over here. Black wooden table, so that's the TV stand next to the brown wooden door. Not bad! That's pretty good. So it's actually kind of saved on there temporarily too. Now, let's go to Be My Eyes. This one's dope. So being uh, Be My Eyes uh, pairs you with a sighted person and they see what's on your camera. So I actually used to use this a lot for work, working as a VRT. Say I needed to like, I'd be at a, a client's house and I needed, there was no one else there who was sighted. And I'd have to label like a, a stove or a microwave. I would <clears throat> call somebody through Be My Eyes and then they would help me guide to me, you know, where's the number five on the microwave and I'd be able to label it and stuff like that. Let's, should we call somebody right now? Specialized help, button, settings, Let's button. special, call first available volunteer. Button. Call first available volunteer. Let's do it. Call Let's ask him a fake question. Call first available, using rear camera. Please wait. Using Finding rear camera. Okay, perfect. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I am. Um, I needed a little help. I'm recording a podcast here, and I'm. I'm wondering, is this screen on? Yes. The screen is on. Okay, I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Fifty percent. Fifty-five. There we go. Help me out. I I had a good call. I had a good call. Oh, so you can rate it. 
it'll probably a lot of times you can you can pair it with your my actual some apps you can pair with pair with Siri um, and actually so I can just use the Siri shortcut of hey Siri call first available volunteer on be my eyes or something and then specialized help so this will actually pair you with um, actual companies assistive technology assistive technology Beauty and grooming is a category. Search, Let's go in there. Herbal essences. Herbal Close. essences. Button. And it says closed. So it'll actually compare you with like uh, kind of a specialist or somebody who works for herbal essences and they can help you with their products and picking stuff out or whatever it is. Um, All right. Old Spice, Close. Pantene, Secret. Secret? They make more Button. than just deodorant? Mm -hmm. SK2. Closed. Button. SK2. Selected. Home. Two. Tab. One of two. Um, what else do we, hang on, my computer's talking to me right now. I think we're good. Okay, I think we're good. Um, yeah, so, Stories. where's the good ones? Stories. Right? Selected, home, SK2, close, SK secret, secret. Cloak. Pantene, gold spot, Ale. herbal essence, search, SK, select, stories, stories, selected, SK2, secret, um, oh, it's probably within assistive technology, actually. Where? Wait, normally there's a Google on here. Where's assistive technology? Normally there's like Google, it'll, there's a person like, um, Google's on here and Microsoft is on here. I know Microsoft is uh, 24 hours a day. So, oh, here we go, technical. I was just in Google, Google, closed. Microsoft, open. So that'll compare you with like, say you need help with on your computer or something like that. And it's a specialist who knows, who can actually, actually help you as a vision impaired person, so. Dope app, man. We should probably call somebody every every episode, huh? Call first available um, that one's dope. Um, what else do we have? Line Square. That's a uh, that's for a later app. That's a GPS um, app right there, and that's for a a a future lesson, ladies and gentlemen. Tap tap C is the same, but dope, man. That's how I use my phone. Let me turn. I gotta turn my speaking in. I like 90. Nice and fast. News. Double tap to open. App Store. 36 items. Uh, 36 updates available. Double tap to open. Yes. I can understand that. Um, what else going on? Bees, dude. Bees have been insane this year okay i got zapped i got stung for the first time in a long time in my hand it didn't actually hurt the worst you ever get stung on the bottom of your foot oh my god does that hurt but um they've been crazy this year oh well like three weeks ago i go to a uh, go to the skate spot it's this double set and it has this rail down it and on the end of the rail, there used to be a kink and somebody sawed it off. So it's just like the open pipe, right? Like an open hole. 
And my buddy's at the top of the stairs. My buddy Rain is at the top. I'm at the bottom and I'm feeling the rest. Like, yeah, they cut the kink. So I go and I feel it and I feel something just like tap, like tickle my finger for a second. As soon as I feel that, Randy yells, bees, bees. And I like whip my hand and I turn around and I just like really mellow, just kind of walk away. He's like, dude, you got like eight bees flying around you, right? But I kept it chill, dude. I kept the heart rate down, kept them calm. And just made it out, made it out alive, no stings or anything. Just, <laughs> I don't know how, but that was my first experience. And then like three weeks later, I'm on the roof cleaning the gutters and I get zapped in my hand and actually got, actually got stung. But I have uh, this wood, it's like all wood on the outside. So any little hole, man, they just burrow in there. Uh, my poor lady, she got zapped. Spraying a uh, spraying that she got zapped right in the head. She even had like a little bit of blood where the thing stung her. <coughs> Excuse me, they're vicious. Do we need? Wild, like I know we need the bees, right? Because they do the pollinating and stuff. But do wasps pollinate like the hornets and those other ones? Or are they just they're just angry little fucker? They're like they're like the the bros who go to the bar who are just like, they go out looking for a fight. That's what wasp and hornets are. I'm more, myself, I'm more like a bumblebee. You know, I'm cool. A little bit round. Just cruising around. But I don't know. Let's get rid of the other ones. We'll keep the bumblebees. They're chill, dude. Um, What else? Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So you see an adult, right? An adult riding a bike down the street. Now, if this adult is on a mountain bike, looks normal. They're cruising like, oh yeah, how you doing? Little wave, how are you? Uh, say that person's on a road bike, you know, like a, a Tour de France bike. Normal, right? A little awkward sometimes when they have the full get up, like the spandex, and you're like, dude, you're, you're on like a dirt road right now. Chill out. But cool, still cool. Into it. They're into it, right? I love, they're passionate about it. Normal. Now, an adult, right, a man on a BMX bike, instantly sketchy. <laughs> what, like, you, they're usually malnourished, uh, look like they smoke meth or something, face is a little sunk in, way sketchy. My first thought is, yeah, you, that guy maybe probably stole that bike, right? Especially if it has pegs, and like, they're always, always, they're always, there might be a sidewalk, but they're in the street. They're on the side of the street, um, usually holding one hand on the handlebars like a case of beer and just riding with one hand, and it's raining out. And you're like, man, that's sketch, dude. That's sketch. <laughs> they're probably looking, you know, you're thinking like, is this guy looking for cars that are unlocked? <clears throat> oh, Actually, not oh, when you realize you're getting old. I'm at the age probably where if I were to be riding a BMX bike, I probably st I'm probably looking sketch, dude. I'm getting old. I gotta I can only I gotta get I gotta stick to mountain bikes and road bikes. I guess I'm gonna have to buy the spandex, dude. I'm gonna look too. Yeah, I'm gonna look like I'm looking for open car doors. <laughs> Grown men on BMX bikes, man. Definitely borderline sketchy. What else? The house. Um, yeah, dude. 
getting to know the house, smashing my head up. Like I said, my head. Uh, getting to know all these angles, man. The new or all the rooms. There's all these weird, some random pillars in this house that are sketched. My forehead, yeah, it looks like a braille book. Um, but the oh the so the plan for the house. So next door to this, where I'm at, there's a there's a little chunk of land, a little parcel of land. And my goal is this is what I'm gonna do. There's the uh, um, I'm gonna build what I like to call the mini adaptive park. So this, I'm working with New Line, and they, they design and build skate parks. And they're helping me get a, a really proper design, figure out the cost um, of this mini park. Like, picture like, you know, a pole barn, maybe 100 by 100. we got to see what we can do with this land. And uh, it will have, it'll be completely accessible, right? Like the first kind of park that's really designed around visual impairment and any other kind of rider, like WCMX, all that stuff. And we're looking into like really cool stuff. Like um, there's actually cement and granite that is porous enough and the way you pour it or something. I don't know, but you can actually have lights within the within the cement or the concrete, whatever it is, that will actually illuminate the surface of the object. So cool things like that, speakers within objects um, and you know, the actual accessible park. And this will kind of be like that first blueprint to then apply and show people like, hey, other parks need to have this. This is how you do it. This is how it's done. And then also working with uh, my man Troy in Fort Lauderdale, Florida to get the actual full-on public accessible skate park. But right now it's the plans to get the mini park. And then my goal is to fly out as many families, right, with kids with visual impairments or WCMX wheelchair riders <clears throat> and invite the families out to come stay with me where I'll then combine, you know, my skills as a VRT vision rehab therapist and work with these kids and like, you know, hook them up skating stuff, right? Get them boards and shoes, skate with them for the weekend. Um, and then like, you know, share my knowledge as VRT of like, you know, cooking and all this stuff and just living independently and like, just spread that stoke of skating, man, and just show them like you can do whatever you want, right? You can be independent. You can do whatever your dream is, make it happen. Um, and just spread that, dude. That's what it's all about. That's the mission. Um, and that'll, yeah, that'll be through Keep Pushing Inc. Keep Pushing Incorporated, my nonprofit, to get that park built. Um, and then, yeah, that'll, like I said, that will be the blueprint for future parks so that parks around the world will then start using. Uh, these adaptations or this use these principles for accessibility um, and implement them on every single park that's built. Um, and I'll offer my knowledge and skills that we learned through this to uh, consult on future projects and stuff. You know, this would be the first stepping stone, right? Whoa. <clears throat> also, <clears throat> in, um, also on the committee for the USA Skateboarding Adaptive Skateboarding um, and uh, yeah, hopefully use hopefully use my my poll there to like incorporate these parks right for future park designs to get an idea for for what we need for that right. Our goal is to get skateboarding in the Paralympics. Uh, that'll be twenty twenty eight is the goal when it's in uh, L A. So yeah, man, super excited. I'm gonna do the full podcast once we get back. You know, outlines for the ideas for this park and share all that information through here on one episode dedicated 
to that, to keep pushing, go to keeppushinginc.com. Keeppushinginc.com. Check that website out. Uh, it gives a little bit of information about my nonprofit. And I'm going to set up, you know, t- I think I'm just going to go with the grassroots, right? I think I'm just going to start a freaking nonprofit or something. I'm sorry, not a nonprofit. Start a, uh, I have my nonprofit. It is Keep Pushing. A, uh, like a GoFundMe to raise money um, to get this park built and then start getting families out here and, and shredding, spreading that stoke. Um, so yes, I'll ask for help from people, viewers like you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Man, my throat hurts. I'm going to get some water over here. I'm scared to bring water by the electronics, but yep. So a lot going on with the house. Keep an eye out for that. Um, I can once I get that back. A lot of stuff. Some other stuff I can't quite have a good podcast come up with a friend um, that I'm going to wait to talk about, actually. But next podcast, we're going to get Heather on here, my lovely lady. So send questions, more questions uh, to her. I'm going to have to force her to get, get force her to be on here. So that would be a good one. I'm not. I'm in the house right now. We're on location, but we're not. I'm not in the actual podcast room here. You know, that'll be downstairs. Did I already say this? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's it, man. That's 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 the house. That's what I got going on. What else did I have uh, on here, actually? Let's see. Sure. Open notes. I had some notes to talk about some stuff. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. ZJ's ZJ boarding house closed ZJ boarding house uh, surf skate snow shop in Santa Monica California 2619 Main Street where they were right on the corner of it was Maine and Ocean Park I think two blocks from the beach man I moved to California when I was I think I was still 17 and uh, put in one application and that was to ZJ Boarding House. Uh, the next door to the apartment I moved into, uh, uh, who became a lifetime friend, Noah, worked there. And he he gave, he's like, here, he gave us all. He's like this, he was, at this time he was crazy. Like, he's all over the place. And he's given all of us applications. Here, fill these out, fill these out. You, gotta get, you guys gotta get a job at ZJ. This is the best, this is the best. Didn't know what this place was. I worked at the local shop here plus in Michigan for like a little bit, but it's like really mellow. But I apply and uh, do an interview with my man Richie, um, and I got the job. And that turned into uh, relationships that would, uh, I mean, my son came from there. I met my son's mother at ZJ Boarding House um, and the two owners, Mikey and Todd, man. They were uh, just the most like influential part in my life at that point, you know, besides the friends that I met in California, like they really helped guide you as a person. You know, there's people who would work there from a kid and well into their adulthood and, and he just, they just really mentored and guided. I mean, okay. When I, you know, my, the, the lady I met, the girl I met ended up uh, having my son with when we first found out, you know, we're all freaked out that this was an accident, right? And uh, the owner, Todd, offered, he said, 
if you guys want to put your kid up for adoption, I will adopt him. That's like how just much of a family this place was, man. Unreal to think about, actually. Think about that. Wow. <clears throat> and, uh, man, it was just like I learned so much from them that, that I still apply now, even like as far as like a work ethic and stuff like that. Um, just how to, how to have a job, how to, how to be in a, more of an adult in those times. You know, I was 17, 18, worked there till I was like, I think 22 when I moved back. So some key, key times in a person's life, you know, 17 to 22, a lot happens. So, and that place was just the dopest dude. It just sucks. It's gone now. Um, but they would do like just the sickest trips. Like they do a, a trip every year to San Onofre in California. Like it was a camping surfing trip. We'd have a trip every year. <clears throat> all the snowboard companies, you know, all the the major snowboard, you know, Burton, LibTech, all these people would uh, have all of next year's products. So we go to Mammoth Mountain, stay on Mammoth, get lift lift passes. And get to ride all of next year's gear and like sample it and do all this stuff. Just like the sickest trips like that and benefits and big dinners with everybody and just good times, man. Like I said, relationships I built there that that will, uh, you know, last my entire lifetime and even my son beyond that, right? Amazing, man. Rest in peace. ZJ Boarding House. Main Street, baby. Sad. I mean, my buddy from Michigan who we moved down to California, who I moved to California with, uh, was still working there to the end, man. Sean. That's just crazy to think about that place gone, though, man. That's a bummer. But, yep. Good times, dude. Good times. Good times, man. And what else do I get? <coughs> ah, excuse me. Sorry. Jeez. My throat was very dry right now. Um, yeah, the house got a little flat bar built. Did I talk about this? I don't know if I did. Yeah, we flat bar fell off a truck. Had to saw it off. Uh, found it in the behind an abandoned building. <laughs> got that installed. Um, oh, actually going to do. Reminds me. So I filmed the video of me skating the flat bar. Right, my buddy Randy, Randy Smith. Have fun all the time on Instagram. Helped me install this flat bar. Filmed a little video called uh, Dan vs. I'm sorry, Blind versus Flat Bar. And that's going to be the first of many. They're not series. They're, they're like, uh, like a, a, t- a genre of, of video called Blind Versus. Um, so the first one's Flat Bar. And then I'm going to do stuff like, like Blind versus Football. And so I'm going to go to a football field and like kick a field goal over the objective. Maybe like throw some passes through some, uh, got to throw the, the football through different dis- distances of like through the tire, right? Stuff like that. Hit targets. Just fun stuff like that. Uh, what are some other ideas? Some other stuff I've done in the past, but I want to expand on like uh, uh, blind versus batting cages. So I'll see if I can work up to the fastest pitch in a batting cage, if I can time that. Go-karts. I'll like blindfold a buddy and then we'll race each other in the two-man car so someone will be like behind me left, right. 
stuff like that. Um, and post that on the the wonderful dude. I'm trying to diversify my social media, so on. I'll do that on my my YouTube called the Blind Experience. Please go on, subscribe, bump those up, subscribe to this podcast. It helps a lot, right? Helps uh, me try to eventually, you know, do this as more as a career, right? This is fun. Get more guests on here and stuff. But yeah, because if Instagram goes, man, it's like my main income right now. It's kind of through that, right? That's where my my following is. That's that's where I have all my, you know, spreading the spreading my message of um, accessibility and just do what you love, man. So yeah, on so dude, on like YouTube, we'll have like the longer versions of those videos. Instagram will have the shorter ones, and then you can follow me on my horrible uh what is it called i don't even know what it's called snapchat i snapchat i think i'm dan the mancina um the what is the other one tiktok jeez tiktok i'm the jingle king it's i know i'm gonna look back on this and just be embarrassed because i just literally record myself singing jingles that pop into my head so it'll be like just the most random you know like when you're doing laundry or something and you get some stupid one-line jingle stuck in your head about about uh you know wearing shorts or something so that's what uh that's what i got going on the jingle king follow me on there too to grow this this following on there it's ridiculous um and yeah that's what i got going on man trying to diversify that social media presence Change with the times, whatever the kids are doing nowadays. I miss Vine, man. Vine was actually the uh, my original one I did called Blind Vine. I miss that. Those were good times. Rest in peace. But just like that, dude, social media, it can just... Poof. Instagram could be gone tomorrow. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yep. That's what we got going on, baby. A lot going on, actually, between getting the park design builds and start pushing that campaign and get that park built, get families out here and start stoking people out. COVID permitting. Sheesh. Um, and yeah, please reach out. Any questions? I love the questions. Give me questions for Heather, my girlfriend. It could be anything. Get as nasty as you want <laughs> uh, for next one. So DM me um, at Dan the Mancina on Instadan, Instagram. Uh, or email me, insightedpodcast at gmail.com. Check out keeppushinginc.com. Keeppushinginc.com. Check that website out. Gives me information. Gives you a little bit of information about my, my nonprofit there. And yeah, man, that's it. Uh, much love. Keep pushing.